Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of the On The Rise show. I'm Alicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Molly. Today, we're going to be talking about two posts from the publication. The first one is Thinking of Giving Up, Try This Mindset Change to Keep Going, and that's by Danny Forrest. So, hey, Molly, how are you? Uh, Hey, Alicia. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Also, thanks. Okay, so let's talk about Danny's pose. It's about failure and how he had an incident with a photography assignment where he felt like he was failing and he got kind of frustrated and thought about giving up and it kind of put him in a a negative mindset, but he was able to get himself out of that and go back and do a better job. So what did you think about Danny's post? Yeah, I liked it. Um, It made me think. Um, made me also um, visit my uh, failures. Like I have uh, had a lot of failures in the past, so uh, made me revisit that. And uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it was a good post. Made me yeah. think. Would you say that you quit a lot of projects, or do you usually just stick things through? Um, in the past, I was um, quitting more projects than I finished, and now I think I finished more than I than I quit. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I've changed, let's say. That's a good, yeah, that's a good question for myself. Like, I think I actually still start or start and finish less projects than I start and quit because I change my mind a lot about the direction I'm going. So that's why I need like consistent things to keep me on track. Um, Do you tend to get discouraged? Like if you're doing something and it's not going well, does that make you want to quit? Or how do you feel about that? Yeah. So first of all, um, for myself, I I I don't think about fi- failure. I don't think about failing per se anymore. Like uh, mm-hmm. I try to not use that word anymore. But when I'm doing when I'm doing a project, whatever, when, every time I'm doing a project, I'm keeping track of momentum. Whenever I feel mm-hmm. like uh, the momentum is momentum is gone, uh, I lost my enthusiasm. Um, things are not working anymore. The the reason or the circumstances changed why I started. Uh, if that happens, I try to, well, change. I'm not saying I'm quit the project, but I'm like, look mm-hmm. if I can do it in another direction. Or just, yeah. just sometimes I just take a break. Yeah, that's true. A break is good sometimes. Like, how do you get momentum back? Like, you mentioned a break. Is there anything else you've done to try to get your momentum back and get back into the project before? So a break is, is, is easier, uh, is, 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 a, is a good thing. Sometimes just um, looking at um, doing it with somebody else. So, for instance, for instance, the the Bitcoin trading show I did that didn't work out. My friend was not really motivated, so I quit that. <laughs> that turned into this podcast series. So maybe just changing your partner. Uh, sometimes it could just like be change the topic. Sometimes maybe the topic is not working, or um, yeah. Sometimes you just have to quit. <laughs> sometimes that's the only. Yeah. Possible. Yeah, because I'm thinking too back to some of my projects. Like sometimes I just like entirely lose interest in something I was completely passionate about before. And I like I'm a kind of person I doesn't I don't like doing things that I'm not into. So it's really hard sometimes, even if it's going well, you know. So I had to find ways to make myself keep going. I think, like you said, maybe looking at it in a new way or trying to add a different aspect to the project, maybe that would help. Um, because I don't want to like just start things and, and quit them all the time. Like there has to be something that I stick through, at least for yeah. extended time. What you said there is very interesting because like if you're doing a project and you're losing enthusiasm, that always means something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like all the 
the enthusiasm in the world and your 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 uh, it was really fired up and you were, were ready to go and after like two three months like everything is gone that means something because in your gut deep down you always know what's going on so uh, i wouldn't dismiss that that easy there are a lot of people who say like yeah but that's just your gut but i mean means something yeah like in the past like i had started the business on etsy and i think i became disinterested well i know why i became disinterested because i was sewing headbands for by hand and selling them online. And it was really cool at first because I got to be creative and come up with new patterns and designs and stuff. And then when I started getting a lot of sales, it didn't become, it wasn't fun anymore because I was just having to sit down all day and crunch out, you know, headbands in the sewing machine. And that's where I lost interest. So mm-hmm. in that case, like I could have definitely looked at it and been like, okay, let me outsource um, the sewing part to other people so I can still focus on designing and do the part that I love. So I think oftentimes we just um, had to kind of think outside the box and see what else we can do to keep it going in some cases. Yeah, that's that's basically it, right? I mean, it reminds me of, of, of my friends, a friend who is a, a chef in a restaurant mm-hmm. and he, he serves, I think, 25 people uh, a night. And a lot of people are like, yeah, but why don't you like go to a bigger restaurant and why do you get bigger and... and, and he simply says, you know what, that's just not my ambition. I like the creativity. I like uh, doing it for 25 people. And if I would serve for more people, it would turn into like a hassle and a work. Yeah. And that's not worth it. And, I mean, that's basically it, right? If you know what you're, you're, you want, mm-hmm. if you think it's not going to make you happy to go bigger, then you shouldn't do it. Yeah, like, I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And also like what your friend said was interesting about just wanting to be creative. I think that's my whole thing too. Like in everything I'm doing, I don't want it to become like mundane, like robotic type work. And I know sometimes like we have to do nitty gritty, but like I don't like doing, if I was going to post on Instagram, I don't want to post the same thing every day. Um, I like for writing, I like that because I write something different every day. So whenever I have to do something just like repeatedly like sewing things and start feeling like I'm at a job, that's when I am no longer interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, of course there were, I mean, and there still are ways to, to solve that problem. That's a particular mm-hmm. problem because you liked the creativity. So you could, like you said, you could have outsourced the sewing or you mm-hmm. could have a, just, you know, hired some, some, I mean, there were a lot of things you could have done. You could have uh, find some, so we're in, in-house or something like that. Yeah. There were a lot of things you could have done, but um, maybe you were also looking for creativity and maybe you were not yet ready to run a business, right? That, that's also possible. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think that's the case. I like, I think running a business in itself is kind of creative because you have to overcome obstacles. I think I was just being a little bit lazy and I got frustrated and I was like, uh, I'm not dealing with this, so... Um, like you said, like the outsourcing thing, I came back the second time and then I outsourced it and then like other problems came up. And I think the issue is like just sticking with things and trying to overcome those hurdles instead of just like quitting sometimes because my, um, that, well, at least to be, it used to be my initial reaction, like, oh, okay, this is getting a little bit tough. Let's just move on to something else that's easy. And the truth is nothing in life is going to be easy. It's not like going to be all peaches and creams. Like there's many obstacles that you have to overcome. So that was like a big lesson I learned there. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So let me see what else Danny said in his post here. So he went back to the school and ended up finishing his 
his project and he said he did good after he got over his negative, um, the negative headspace that he was in. He was able to improve his photography and learn from his past experiments. So, I mean, this is an interesting story. Did you have any other thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, it, it reminds me about something I, 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 I've talked about before, like that if you do something in the beginning and it all works out that you didn't le learn a thing. Like that is the case, he had to three, three failures, but that made him really look at his photography game and check things out. Like, what am I doing? Um, turned out he was like having the wrong um, lights settings. He was like, uh, I, you know what I mean? He was, he was not really at his, well, he was not really bringing his A game. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's either taught him that. And, and, and um, the third or the fourth time it worked out, we worked out. Why? Because he went back to the basic, checked out what he was doing. Uh, and, and, and then he did something like that worked. I mean, his photos, his photogra photographs were clear, not uh, he was using the, the right settings. I mean, you know what I mean? That's sometimes mm -hmm. that's what you need in the beginning to, to have hardship. If, if it all comes too easy, like he would have learned how to properly use his, uh, his gear. So um, yeah. Yeah, I like that very much. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think he made an important point too, that just because you felt something doesn't mean it's uh, automatic quit or whatever. He has a quote from Thomas Edison in here. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And it's good to find ways that won't work because that can help yourself in the future. And it can also help other people that learning from your past failures. So yes. I think that being afraid of failure is, is, is not good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's some some quote I, I don't even know who told it but like don't think of it as failure think of it as learning and that's exactly yeah. what it is right? yeah learning it's not failure. i agree with that okay so i think that's good um for danny's post we'll move on to athenia's and athenia delkiller wrote a piece called revisiting my past and rebooting old projects she's been writing a series of posts over the past five days and uh, the past four days, she's been writing like a journal of what she's doing to work towards this new life she's creating for herself. And today she was talking about the fact that she likes to start projects and, and not finish them. And this kind of ties into Danny's post as well. So what did you think about this one, Molly? Yeah, I loved it because uh, I'm like her. That's probably not going to surprise you. I, I started also a lot of projects. I have a lot of, of them on my laptop. Um, but the thing that I always do is like I try to reincorporate in what I'm doing now. So, for instance, um, I've written about like uh, asset allocation. I've written about uh, yeah, whatever uh, cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. I've written about a lot of things, but I never publish it. But now yeah. I have to write every day, and it's sometimes difficult to find a story. I just go through my old stuff, and I'm, most of the time I just take something that I have written in 2000. And or 2014 just rewrite it and turn it into something something new so um yeah rebooting old projects is basically everything i do <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah and she said she had 248 projects on her personal computer that's so many <laughs> like that's yeah i may have like hmm, trying to think how many i have most of mine aren't written down they're just like ideas in my head that i've had in the past maybe i have like 40 or so yeah Not Yes, it's not that many, but that's awesome that she has that many different ideas that she can work on. So yeah, she, she basically went back and said she decided to revisit three of the projects and that she's working on them currently. Um, and then she also mentioned that she's a starter. And yeah, I'm, I'm that too. You just said you were. I definitely start a lot of things and 
I don't complete them. I'm trying to work on that and trying to like actually focus on something for a longer period than like a couple of weeks. Cause it's so exciting at first when you have an idea, but then like for some reason, like the idea sizzles out, sizzles out for me, like depending on what it is, like the writing challenge, I'm all for that. The podcast, I'm all for that. But then like some other things, like, I don't know, they're really exciting at first, like the writing consulting thing. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. <laughs> do you have the same thing sometimes? Yeah, me too. But uh, like, I know my, I know myself by now. Uh, I'm almost 35. I, I know how I operate. So if I have an idea, I have to get that as fast as as, as possible into into uh, into into practice, right? So for instance, if I have a great idea, I'm like, okay, what are the three steps I can do now that would like burn my bridges anyway? Like that that get that idea out there, that like test if I'm right or wrong. Because yeah. I know, if, for instance, if I have an idea and I don't do anything for it for two weeks, it never gets done. Nothing ever happens. <laughs> So I have to get it out as fast as fast as possible, and also like my my idea is like my ideas are like more geared towards practicality now. I like simple, fast, uh, interesting ideas, and mm -hmm. uh, I try to get away with the fluff and the complexity now. Yeah, that's a really good way to do things. You're good at coming up with the simple ideas, and it makes things a lot easier to execute on them. To to not think uh, as I don't want to say you don't, don't think it's big. Like just to just start simple. <laughs> yeah, because um, I've, I've, I've said that before, but like everything started very simple, right? Like people <laughs> see Uber and they think, whoa, so complex, so complex company. But it started, I mean, I've seen the history just yesterday. Um, it started it's very simple and it started practical because like if it wouldn't have, if it would have turned into some complex convoluted mess, it would have never turned into the, 50 billion company that it is now it just started with like okay let's try this works it does it work in one city and then start from there if it would have started in 50 cities at once like with all different uh, cars and stuff like that would have wouldn't have worked all the yeah that's really true started simple yeah that's really true you can't have a very complex business model because people aren't going to understand that your consumers aren't going to understand it and it's going to be too complicated for you as a company to execute too like you were saying like uber like they have the uber like premiere one i forget uber x and they have the regular uber like i don't think they start out with both of those because no, you just want to start yeah you just gotta start with like one aspect and then grow from there and yeah, yeah. yeah. basically they started with one with one uh black car black tongues car that was the only thing and then that's how they started yeah because i think for me in, in the past and even sometimes now like i'm just looking at everything and i want to do it all at once and it's just like the, the wrong way to approach it like you think it's not good enough but it is good enough just to start like with one thing yeah that's that's very also very practical advice for people listening out there because People think like, for instance, they look at Amazon and they're like, whoa, that's so amazing what they're doing. But Amazon started just selling books, right? There was nothing else. There was no whatever, uh, grocery delivering and, and all those things that all only happened like way, way, way later. So if you want to start, start something simple and you know, get to the market as fast as possible, right? Try to get yeah. paid as fast as possible. So, uh, and then whatever happens, happens. But uh, that's the easiest way to start is, is to get it very simple. That's good advice. And then also Afinia was saying that another reason why she didn't get to a lot of the projects she had started is because she was working, you know, a regular job previously and she was prioritizing her day job above her other project success. So now that she's um, moved on from that job, now she has time to look at things and spend more time in there. 
And then she also said the thing, the problem was before is because um, her projects, they were, there's no definite guarantee of their success or money for them. So she focused on her paid employment because that guaranteed her an income. So that's a lot. Like that's, that's a difficult thing for entrepreneurs because you're not guaranteed, you know, the success of your side projects or your business. And that can be difficult. Yeah. I used to be um, all like, let's go all in and, you know, go big or go home. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there, there's juicy stories. There, there are other sto- people's stories. Like I'm starting to see, like, yeah, there's there's a benefit to having a job that pays you because I mean, at the end of the day, you still have to eat. You still have to have a roof on your head, over your head. So there's like a benefit in having like that job and like having an income and doing something on the side. I mean, if you're really passionate by by entrepreneurship, you'll find the time and the energy to do something besides in the, whenever you're free. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think having a balance is important, too, because I like how it is now. Like, that's why I'm hesitant, too, with just, like, starting another, like, a service-based thing, because I like how I only have 20 hours a week of my part-time job, and then it gives me, like, an extra five or so hours a day to work on my side project, which I like. And I feel like if I add another, like, 20 hours a week, then I'm, I'm going to be pretty exhausted because I have my kids, too, and everything. Um to work on my side projects. I think the side ones are the most important in terms of like my future. That's definitely fair. Yeah. That's a nice way of looking at it. Um, In a way, like what you're trying to do is like have a steady income. Mm -hmm. That's probably not lush or that's not like, like uh, extreme, but like that gets you. Yeah. And then like do the rest of your or invest the rest of your time and energy in something that could hit it big. I mean, if you yeah. have to, it's better than just like all, burning all your bridges and going all in. I, I don't know. I would not put that. I mean, if I was like single with no kids or whatever, like then I would probably have to do that. Cause that would be, it would be, I don't have any other responsibilities, you know? Yes. So, but when you, you have kids like you have to keep that in mind you have to feed them and clothe them like i can't just eat ramen noodles every night so <laughs> yeah i have to have them i'm not single anymore but i used to be single and like with no kids for the longest time and even then it's not easy to say like let's go all in because even then you're still like yeah but this this, this apartment is nice i mean right you know what i mean it's still like the security is still nice. I mean, like uh, I have almost been homeless, like a little bit exaggerated, but I don't want to go back there. So um, a lot of what you can do, I mean, that's the same thing with our writing too. We write, I mean, I write, I think two hours a day, every day. I could combine that with a, with a full-time job. So there would be no reason to, to do just this beginning. That would be too much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying for sure. Cause the writing only takes, around two to three hours a day for me. And you said around a half, an hour and a half for you or so, two hours. That's only a small portion of the day. So yeah, if you're doing something else, it has to be a definite thing that you're doing during those hours. Because people get like sidetracked, you know, me too, included. Like if you don't have anything definite to do, you're doing it some days, some days you're not, and you're not really making any progress, which is what we kind of read from Jesse's article. Yeah. That reminds me of something. I mean, we haven't talked about him this episode yet. So I think we should, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Gary Vee mention has to happen. Um, so it's something Gary Vee, I think, answered once to a dude. The dude was like, yeah, I have my uh, my main job. I have like three, four things on the side. I'm like, and he asked Gary Vee, how do you know 
uh, where to put your time and energy. And, and Gary was like, very simple. Well, first of all, he's like, yeah, your, your main job is your, yeah, that's your steak. That's what keeps you going. That's, that's what feeds you. But then yeah. side dish, well, you just leave them on your side and you see what's going on. If someone, some of them becomes bigger, you can put more time in it. If it, some of them get smaller, but most of, I mean, most of those things, you judge them by how, many, how much money they bring in. If they don't bring money in, there's no reason why you should put a lot of more time in it. Yeah, I think that's a good point because when I because I start so many projects all the time, it's important that I have the main thing because that's consistent. And also the fact that I have consistency with the writing of the podcast is important because other things, I just like start and don't finish them. And it'd be bad if I pick those and those are relying on that and I just change my mind. So you have to have something that's your consistent source. Yeah. That's for instance, I mean, it's the same thing with this podcast too. I think we're about putting one hour a day in mm-hmm. or something like that. Like you could, you could say, yeah, let's, 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 let's go crazy and put five hours of, of hours of our time in it and money and like up to production value and, and content. But in a way it doesn't even matter. Right. I mean, what would that yeah. people who are listening are listening. They're not suddenly going to go 10 X times the audience size just because you put more time in. That's true. I mean, that's true. If it starts making money, then you're like, okay, we're, we're making, a, I don't know, 2K a month. But if the podcast will start making 2K a month, we're like, yeah, I should put some more time in it. But if it's like this, I mean, it's okay, in my opinion. Same with the writing thing, too. Right. You don't want to invest more, I think, effort into it until it's actually a consistent or a good following base. Because right now yeah. we get like 10, lesson, 10 listens per episode. It's not going to make or break anything. Like if no. we had, like you said, 2,000 listeners every day. That's a different story. Maybe we could grow more if we up the production quality. Yeah, then if, if we had 2,000 listeners a day, then I would start uh, taking it serious. I mean, I'm taking it serious, but then I would yeah. <laughs> put more uh, thought in it. But yeah. uh, I, it's, it's something I learned in my, uh, in my days at the startup because that startup was fun. Mm-hmm. But it took me six months of my energy and time and, and, and concentration and I mean, I lost a lot of value in my training. So um, yeah. I had to, afterwards, I was like, yeah, but you know what? I can have all the fun I want on my side things, but my trading is number one. If that's, yeah. if I miss something there, that's going to make me, uh, lose me a lot of money. And uh, yeah, so that's something I, I, I had to learn the hard way, like they say. That makes sense. And when you were going into the, the, what, the startup before, did you have to go in every day? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, startup, I mean, like, startup life is not easy. That's not like, that's not what we are doing. That's not a start. Startup is like, I mean, I couldn't say to my, well, he was my boss, he was my co-owner, we were friends, but still couldn't say like at uh, 8 p.m. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm going, you know what I mean? They were just like doing the brainstorm and they were like, yeah, where are you going? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. I mean, uh, honestly, it's like, it's a little bit too romanticized and it's not that good for I know that's a good point because everything is so romanticized these days, like the long work hours, startups, entrepreneurship, business. Like if I am doing a business, I kind of want it to not have to be so, I don't want to say not hands-on. I just want to be something like I'm selling courses. Like I I just want a simple business that is not requiring me to do so much interaction with consumers and arranging things. I just want it to be simple, like you said, and, and ship it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely possible. It's um, 
I mean, uh, it reminds you of the four-hour work week a little bit. I mean, there are a lot of people who are managing to do that. So um, it's one side, one side of the spectrum is the entrepreneur who's a, who is a little bit hands-on. And the other side of the spectrum is like the entrepreneur who is sleeping at his, at his desk. So I'm right. uh, somewhere in the middle, I think. Yeah, I think I am as well. All right. So, I mean, I think that's a great place to end the conversation, unless you had any final thoughts on Athenia or Danny's post today. Uh, I'm good for now. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us some claps and anchor and hit the follow button. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.